0: To the Principal Theme Talk Show, where wisdom meets purpose. Join host D. Gerard Lindsay each week as he connects the dots from the book of Proverbs that helps you to navigate life successfully and propel you into divine purpose. Listen in now. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being with us again on the Principal Theme Talk Show. It's where wisdom meets purpose. Thank you so much for your time. We just appreciate it today. I got a very special guest today, a phenomenal young lady that just she's carrying a whole lot. And what we want to talk about today is, you know, how do you handle all of the things that you have to handle in life and still have goals and dreams and visions? And some of the things that you handle are very, very tough as a young lady. I'm going to bring her forward in just a second. But uh, this is a phenomenal young lady. And for you young people out there, uh, young women that uh, are really striving to do some wonderful things, but you have a whole lot coming at you. What I hope to accomplish today is to bring a young person here that has a whole lot on their plate, good, bad, and perhaps in some cases indifferent. But still being able to manage everything, keeping a relationship with God, staying on the positive side and navigating the different things that you have to go through, family, friends and just life. So without further ado, I'm going to let this young lady introduce herself. So very, very proud of her. And I believe that this is going to be a phenomenal uh, engagement today from a conversation standpoint. Please. Miss Newsom, please. Introduce yourself. Tell us something about you.
1: Well, hello, everyone. Um, my name is Tiffany Newsom, and I am just glad to join you all today. Um, currently, I am a principal in the Chapel Hill Carver City Schools School District, and I am also a leader at our local church, the Cove Church International, And I am also a student at University of North Carolina um, at Greensboro. And so I'm really glad to be with you today.
0: What kind of program are you in currently, Ms. Um, Newsom?
1: Currently, I'm getting my doctorate in education studies, um, specifically in cultural foundations. I have a really, really strong emphasis on equity and um, social justice. So. I'm really excited.
0: Wow, that's really exciting. What are some of the things, just very briefly, Ms. Newsom, that you're trying to accomplish as a result of getting these degrees?
1: Well, one of the things that I'd like to do Is to um, I'm paving my way to uh, being a consultant, an educational consultant. That has been a dream of mine for years now. And what that really means is that I would go to school districts, um, organizations, um, just different small businesses and help them by way of consulting. So grow their business, grow uh, education and what it looks like, especially given the 21st century and where we are right now in the midst of the pandemic. There are a lot of changes happening. And so I'd like to be able to consult.
0: Ms. Newsom. that sounds wonderful. One of the things that I want to uh, present to our audience today is whether you're young or old, in this case, you're young. We won't really throw your age out there, but you're a young lady. <laughs> you're trying to accomplish a lot. You already have a lot. Uh, you're in grad school now. You're trying to get your doctorate. Uh, you're busy at your local church. Uh, you just have a lot of things going on. How do you manage all of these things? We understand what the book of uh, Luke says, 12th chapter, verse 48, probably about the B part of the verse. And it talks about to whom much is given, much is required. How do you navigate, you know, being in school, you know, getting your doctorate, working on your doctoral program and your principal? How do you navigate these things, Miss Newsom?
1: Um, I really believe that the first thing is having a relationship with God. Without God, uh, honestly, I don't know where my mind would be. Uh, probably somewhere broke down, um, to be quite honest with you. But um, my relationship with God has been um, just something that I have leaned on since a little girl. And without my relationship with God, I I really would not be able to do the things that I do. Of course, I pray and I seek the Lord about decisions that I'm making, but really it comes to the day-to-day walk, living it out in lifestyle and really just understanding what he's created in me to do and to do it to the best of my ability, with God's help and um, with His leading, and really, that's that's the main ingredient, I would say. Wow,
0: that sounds great, Miss Newsom. I'm gonna pose some questions to you this evening, okay. if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, it sounds like you've had a long-standing relationship with God, and that's the first thing. Would that not be the case?
1: This is correct. This okay. is true.
0: What do you do when you face hurdles in school? I, I know that. It isn't easy. It can be very, very taxing. You have a full time job, um, high profile job, your principal. So you have a lot coming at you all the time. How do you navigate that? I hear you say. And communicate very, very clearly, you were able to articulate to me clearly uh, that a lot of things you wouldn't be able to do if it weren't for the Lord. But what does that look like sometimes when you're trying to navigate, uh, navigate school Then you're trying to, on the other hand, navigate school again. But it's from the perspective of a principal. What are some of the tangible things, the real life things that you do that help you to navigate that?
1: I mean, one of the things that I do is I get up early in the morning. Um, I get up around sometimes three, four or five between those hours. And a lot of my thinking comes in those times. Like I'm spending time with God and um, really just downloading, asking for the wisdom for the day, um, because that's really important to me. I feel like there is it's easy to get. Um, you know, bombarded with everything to the point where you get overwhelmed. And um, in order for me to be able to execute tasks appropriately, I really have to tap into the quietest moments of the day for me. And so it starts really early um, when I get up and I, um, some people, the older people used to say, when you put your feet on the floor, well, before you put your feet on the floor, when you open your eyes, um, you know, I'm thanking God for the day, but I'm really asking for wisdom. Um, And then from that moment, um, it comes, to me when I go to work and I make decisions. I know that some of it is really uh, natural for me. I've always been able to um, make a lot of decisions and do a lot of things, but I think uh, doing it with um, your best foot forward or doing it in a way that's going to be effective for the people in which you're leading, that is one of the things that I have to do. And then um, I kind of have my day set out. It really is set up for me um, because I'm a student, uh, that work comes in the afternoon, so navigating that looks like when you get off work, going home, and um, really, I like to take a, about an hour or so of a, a breathing time, and by that I mean not necessarily breathing; I just mean just letting your hair down, relaxing, um, so that I can get to my studies in the afternoon, and the studies go all the way up to the, sometimes the midnight hour. Uh, Well, depending on how you look at it, I said unfortunately, but fortunately, um, but really um, sometimes it does get a lot. And I always say, I have to stop and just say, Lord, help me. I know you've graced me to do this because sometimes when God gives you a lot in your hand and and a lot to work with, you don't always look at it like he's giving it all to you. Look at it like you're juggling so many things things and some of them are getting away from you like you can't keep the balls in your hands um but then I have to stop and realize like wow you were created for this you were meant to do this and have to tell myself sometimes and really pull back into God and say Lord I know that this is what you have called me to do and then ideas start flowing to be honest with you um there's a lot of tasks that um that I'm faced with daily. Um, and I think that that's kind of the way that I go about it. Um, yeah.
0: Wow. Miss Nelson, that's great. So it sounds like you not only get up early, but it sounds like you're very organized for our audience today. That's very important. You have a very successful young lady here, very young, has a relationship with God, doing a lot of very, very powerful things. And at the same time, life isn't skating past her. She has to engage in life, in the classroom, on both ends of the spectrum, not only physically being in the classroom, but being over the classroom as far as the principal is concerned. And she's telling us, and she's making it very, very clear, uh, you got to have a relationship with God. That makes it more manageable. Having a relationship with God, Mm -hmm. being able to navigate life, being able to walk in those different spheres of influence, not only being able to juggle things, but being able to keep things intact, not allowing things to break, hit the floor and break, so to speak. And I just think that's awesome for a young person or for any person, but especially young people, because it tells me that you have goals, you have dreams, you have aspirations and what it's going to take, even though she has a relationship with God, this is so important. Even though she has a relationship with God, she's got to engage on her end. You know, she's made it very clear. You know what? I get up early. She didn't say God led her to get up early. She realizes with all of the amount of responsibility that she has and the depth of her dream, she's going to put in some quality time and what that time allows her to do from what she's just forestated, it allows her to clear her mind. It allows her to set the tone in her heart for the beginning of her day. And then she's also communicated what she does after she gets off the job. And I just think that is so profound. You know, she takes a little, she takes a moment to unwind because she realizes, you know, without doing that, at least this is where I'm, what I'm hearing without doing that, you could easily allow the day that you've gone through to come into your personal life now, your personal space, and that can kind of bombard uh, your mind as well as your emotions. Absolutely. Uh, would you not say that that would be the case, Miss Newsom?
1: Absolutely. And I have learned that I need a break. I need a break in between those um, those times and those moments because it's not the same task. You're not using the same parts of your brain, whereas I'm making major decisions that's affecting a lot of people at work. When I come home and I transition to my personal studies, now it's about me and the work that I'm putting forth and the impact that I'm making through, for example, writing or whatever it is in terms of demonstrating my understanding as a scholar. Um, that is the part of me that I really love. I am very scholarly. I'm, I've been known as a scholar. I love. Um, Um, really researching and digging deep into issues, especially matters of social justice. And so, um, yeah, I definitely need that break. I think um, (laughs) another thing with that is it aligns very um, properly with the way that I think about life. Like I don't like to go home with the work on me. Um, It's just really Um, hard for me. And so even just in the middle of this pandemic, it's been a a challenge and it's been different because you're working from home. And I've always been a person that likes to separate work from home. And so think about, you know, working and being a principal from home. And then, you know, moments later, you're in your bedroom for, you know, the night's rest. That that for me has been something to really adjust to um, just because I really believe in my home being my sanctuary and um, just a quiet space, a a space to unwind. So I've had to really get creative in in how to do that.
0: I think that's awesome because what I want uh, our audience, or at least one of the things that I want our audience to be able to walk away with today is that you can do a lot of different things. God has dreams, hopes, goals, and visions. You can be tasked with a whole lot as far as giftings are concerned. Yes, you can go to school. Yes, you can be a principal and you can be a child of God in a local congregation. You can do all of those things. You can wear all of those hats and still be able to accomplish everything God wants you to accomplish and not allow the impact of the pandemic to get you off track. Because I'm sure that at some point, Miss Newsom, during this pandemic, going to school, church, having your job, the students and everything, I'm sure that the pandemic has had some type of an impact on you. And if not one or all of these different places where you have to occupy.
1: Absolutely. Major impact.
0: So how did you how did you navigate some of the impact of school, Uh, whether you had to be the student or you had to be the teacher? How, how, what did that look like? How did you navigate that? Because I want the, the listeners now, I want our audience to really understand in practical terms some of the things, because I hear your relationship that you have with the father. But what I want the audience to get now is I want them to pick up some of the practical things, the methodology, if you will, that you use to be able to handle that school life in the classroom. Uh, as a student in your doctoral program, and then also transition and be in the school system as a principal. How did you walk through the, some of those things from the impact of the pandemic?
1: Um, so I think that the first thing is understanding things are different and you have to be creative. Wow. I started to really engage in a lot of um, different programs that would allow me to um interact with people differently. I am one who I'm not very fond of what the world has come to in some respects when it comes to disengaging from a social level and engaging very, um, you know, through the internet in different ways that you're not able to really always see people. Mm -hmm. You're not always to be um, able to be there with them face to face. Yes. Um, Yet and still, there's an opportunity for creativity. And so, I have really taken that time from an educational standpoint to um, explore programs that would allow us to do very creative things. And by creative, I mean, um, interactive, you know, how can you poll and how can you, uh, get gather the thoughts of people? How can you create, for example, breakout rooms or just opportunities where there's still that level of interaction, even without the face-to-face and physically being in front of one another. Um, and so that's one way I've navigated the time is through creativity, um, on a, on a personal level. Um, I needed to, uh, like, I would usually be able to hang out with friends after school or when I'm on my way to school going Mm -hmm. to Greensboro. And when that wasn't, available or I couldn't do that, I would gather um, with some of my friends from my cohort and we would have Zoom conferences and we would have, you know, talks on the phone or something to really just bring in the humanistic um, part of that. Because I do believe that while we are in a time that we are distancing physically from one another, I really believe that you have to tap into creative ways of connecting with people. I don't believe it's God's will for us to be isolated, even though we have been asked to, um, socially distance. I just do not subscribe to a social distancing while there are physical distancing, um, uh, measures that are put in place. And so, That's really good. um, part of what I've been doing is saying, okay, how can I organize my day? How can I organize my time? Um, what can I do even in my, my physical living space. So I set up, for example, you were asking about the transition between school and um, school as in being a principal and school as in being a student. Um, One of the things is really um, setting up my space in a way that's conducive to that. Um, And so when I set up my space, part of that is I have a desk, I have a monitor, I have all those um, those things that will help me to feel like it's an office and it is not in my room. It is outside of my room so that I can really separate and still maintain that space. Um, So that's some of the physical things. And then organization, you know, at what time and at what point, like one of the things that I've learned about myself as a student is I know when my prime time hours are. I know when I am able um, to work well and the hours that I'm able to work well. And so I maximize on that. I do other things. Sometimes that means... Take some chill time and do um, some things like watch a movie or watch a show and then go into the moments that I know I'm going to be most productive. I have learned that laboring during times when you're not productive in the particular areas that you're um, you're tasked with is just unproductive. And so I have learned to maximize on that and think about, okay, well, you don't deprive yourself of Opportunities to have fun like you already know that I love hanging out with family and friends and um, sometimes that means I'll take a day and hang out and I'll take some time out of the day that I know that I might have assignments and things and I might hang out, but that really helps me to have an outlet. And be normal, because I also, you know, people have you've heard it like there are many young people who talk about not having a life while they're in um, a doctoral program. And while that is very true, that there are some really limited times you are writing, reading and all of that. But what I have asked and this is where the spiritual meets the natural I have asked the Lord to help me to capitalize on if he's called me to go to school or he he's allowed me the opportunity to go to school. I mean, you just cannot spend every single day and wake an hour reading every single thing. So I've had to say, Lord. Help me to know what things I need to read and what things I can skim over, what things I need to know because they're directly impacting the work that I'm doing and what things are just the studious, um, you know, like they your, your professors are always going to give you more than what you can read, more than what you can do. And you as a student, you as the person who has taken ownership of your life have to say, how do I learn? Right. Because I don't think that people take the time to really explore that. How do you learn? How do you best do things? And that's what I do. So those are just a few practical things that I do um, from both the the work side in terms of being a principal and the student um, being a a person who is pursuing a doctoral degree.
0: Thank you so much, Miss Newsom. I think that is so, so critical that you're able to articulate that in such a way that is profound, The reason why I say it is profound because so many people, even though they have some tremendous things that they're pressing for and believing God for in life, whether it be academic or whether it be careers, jobs, businesses, what have you, the balance of life, they really haven't gotten down to the nuts and bolts, grassroots level of balancing life. And you're telling me I'm sitting here. And I'm listening to the things that you're communicating. And it tells me that you're a very balanced person. Not only are you organized, but you're very balanced. It doesn't make you any better than anyone. It's just that you're using everything to your advantage. You're using the the devices, you're using the gifts, the talents that God has given you. And then you're using the things that you have access to in your life. So you're not just, hey, I'm just going to be praying and trusting God for everything. No, you're completely in partnership with the father and you're using everything that God has given you spiritually, as well as the things that you are or have been given access to in the natural to be creative so that the pandemic doesn't affect you. But you're able to navigate this period of time that we're in and you're still able to accomplish the things you want to accomplish. You're still reaching for more. You're still believing God for more. And I believe our audience really needs to hear that because I believe that some people, because of the pandemic and the things that they have going on in life, some people have hit the pause button. And I'm not suggesting that we don't need to take a break, but the pause now has turned into hitting the break. Mm -hmm. And perhaps the emergency break. Mm -hmm. Their dreams and goals may have come to a screeching halt because of the pandemic. Everything has just changed around us. Everything that we have called normal is now upside down. So I wanted an opportunity. Because this podcast is even though it's about the wisdom of God, the principal thing, I want to be able to have conversations with different people at different places in their life. And today I wanted this conversation with a young, single woman that is trying to accomplish great things you have. And it sounds like you have a great relationship with the father. You're involved in your ministry and I'm sure that you're doing some tremendous things there. You're in a doctoral program. That's a load in and of itself. And then from a career perspective, you are a principal. So everything in your life sounds like leadership. Has it been easy for you, Miss Newsom?
1: Oh, no, it has not. It has (laughs) not. And to be honest with you, there are times where I have press the pause button. But this is what I always say. And this is really one of the things that came to mind as you were talking, Um, you know, pause, but don't procrastinate. Oh, that's good. You know, pause, but don't procrastinate because there's way too many people waiting on you, waiting on your creativity, waiting on you to come up with something new, something fresh, something that no one else has ever seen or heard. And so you can take some time to pause because that really allows you to um, just rejuvenate and really recalibrate, be restored, recalibrate, yes. but don't procrastinate because the if you if you wait too long, there's so many windows of opportunity that are open for you that you can miss and you can can someone can come by with the perfect opportunity and you will start to say um, you will start to talk about, well, I'm not ready yet or I'm still in pause. You know, it's fine for you to 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 pause, but just do not procrastinate.
0: Miss Newsom, I, I believe that that there what you just said is profound because uh, one of the things that happens. And we know it to be true. If you pause too long, you will procrastinate. Mm-hmm. So you're telling us and you're making it very, very clear that, yes, you can pause, catch your breath, recal- recalibrate, you get yourself together, you know, take a break, take some emotional time, some mental time, kind of kick back for just a moment. But after that moment is up, get back into it, jump back into that lane where you're supposed to be and accomplish the things you're supposed to accomplish, because there's going to be a lot of things that are going to continually come at you as a person, especially it sounds like when you're trying to achieve a whole lot, when your dreams are just huge, your goals are huge. It sounds like there's going to be a lot coming at you. So, Miss Newsom, this is one of the things as I prepare to wrap up. I've got a few more minutes here. And what I want you to do now is I want you to share something that has been very important to you that has helped you get through, because I know that if you're anything like the rest of us, you have a family. There's a lot of things that happen in life. There's a lot of things that you experience. If there's one nugget, just one nugget that you can leave with us today, because I think you've left some very great things. You've got an intellectual person here. You've got a person here that is spiritually infused with the power of God and has made it very clear about their relationship with God. And you're trying to do a lot of great things. Even in the natural, your career, you're getting up to the top of the ladder, the positions in life. So what's one thing that you can leave with someone that has a lot of dream potential, that has a lot of goals and aspirations, things that they're trying to accomplish. What's one thing that you can tell them as we prepare to close?
1: I would say find your community of people who are going to celebrate you and stick with it Um, because you cannot go to the next level with everyone, but you got to have someone. You can't go by yourself. Wow! You got to have the right people. And I think for me, with everything that I've gone through and I could tell you many stories, I could spend a lot of time with that, um, all of which we don't have time for today. But um, one thing that I've learned is the people who are in your community who will celebrate you, who will help you, who are not trying to take from you. You know, that crabs in a barrel mentality. They're not trying to do that, but they're trying to get give you and pour into you. Um find those people and stick with it because you need someone to cheerlead. you. can't you can't just go to the next level and not have anybody. Many people are forced to think that they only have themselves. And that's not really true. You have somebody. You just got to be very wise in your thinking and wise and allow God to show you who those people are. So find your community and stick with it.
0: Ms. Newsom, thank you very much. I believe that our audience has been blessed, encouraged, and inspired to realize that even though you may be one of these people that has a whole lot going on, you can do
1: it. Absolutely.
0: You can do it because Ms. Newsom is a testimony of that very fact. It can be done. Thank you so much, Ms. Newsom. Thank you for being a part of the principal thing this evening. It's where the wisdom of God. Meets purpose. Oh, yeah. So thank you so much for celebrating some time with us. Wherever you are, you're around the house, you're on the job, you're working out, whatever the case may be. Thank you so much for being with Gerard Lindsay with The Principal Thing. Until the next time. And I also want to leave this email with you for those of you that may want to be a guest on our show. It doesn't matter who you are, where you are. We can make it happen together. It's The Principal Thing Podcast. At gmail.com. Once again, that's the principal thing podcast at gmail.com. Until the next time, thank you. Thanks for listening. Join host D. Gerard Lindsay again next week as we discover how to successfully navigate life with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding and learn the principal thing where wisdom meets purpose.